0: Welcome to the fantastic Franchising Podcast, with conversations about entrepreneurs exploring franchise ownership and finding a business opportunity that's a perfect fit. Brought to you by Franserve, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. Chatting now with Alicia Visconti, she's the CEO of of Fran serve. Alicia, how are you today?
1: I am fantastic, Jack. Thank you so much.
0: You know, before we get any further, I have to ask you about fantastic because every time I see you post something on LinkedIn or anywhere on social media and I see the word fantastic, it just puts a smile on my face. So I have to ask you, where did that come from and how long have you been using that?
1: Oh, I think it was the first word I said as a baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so about 29 years ago.
1: Yeah, just, just barely. Yeah, just barely.
0: <laughs> so, well, thank you for introducing that into the community, because like I said, it, it just puts a smile on my face every time I see it. Before we get into describing more and more about serve, tell me a little bit about your history. How long have you been with Franserv and and how did that unfold?
1: I have been told that it is one of the uh, wackiest stories in franchising. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, here's the thing about life uh, and franchising and life in general. You just never know what's going to happen, right? Phone rings, a doorbell rings, you get on a plane, you meet someone, you just never know what's going to happen, right? So what happened with me, I did not ever come from the franchising space. Uh, I never owned a franchise prior, never even worked at a franchise prior. Um, I could spell franchising. I did have that down, <laughs> but what happened for me? I've always been passionate about business and service businesses and businesses that help people. I've been a CEO and president for over twenty years at different companies, all in the service business. So franchising is my fifth uh, industry that I've been involved with. So always have enjoyed growing businesses domestically, internationally. So what happened was the last business that I was at was in employment. We were helping executives and mid-level rise, climb the corporate ladder, you know, move advanced, all of that. And I had, you know, 200 and something people working on the team. But I started to see corporate America really turning on its people, right? Age discrimination coming up big time. Women coming back from maternity leave. Veterans coming off of tour of duty and Honestly, I thought being disrespected, right? So now this doesn't sit well with me. So what I decided was that we had to figure out a way to help these people. I did what a lot of people do when they are looking for something. I went to Google. (laughs) Went to Google and started typing in things like that. Uh, Careers, jobs, helpful, advanced, future. And somehow, franchise consulting eventually popped up. And I thought, what the heck is that? Didn't know what it was, never had heard of it, but did some research, vetted a lot of groups, decided FranServe was the right one for me. So I came on as a franchise consultant for FranServe. And that was my introduction to franchising. It was fabulous. I got to help people become business owners and really change their lives. And I did that for a couple of years, became a top producer and our You never know what life's going to bring. Our founder wanted to retire, approached me because of my business background and said, how do you feel about acquiring my baby? And I think it took me two seconds to say yes.
0: Wow. So that's fast. Let me ask you about that. There are so many other things you could have done at that point, you could have started your own consultancy, you could have gone out and acquired maybe a different company. What was it about Franserve that just made you instantly say, yes, let's do this?
1: I love the idea once I looked at franchise ownership, because I have started my own businesses. And luckily, they were very successful. But I made a lot of mistakes that that took longer for the success to come when I looked at the franchise model, I thought, holy cow, if I had known, if I had known about franchising, I would have jumped on that much earlier than, you know, looking at marketing a logo, your colors, legal, all the things that go into business ownership that you're doing solo, you know, so much of that is taken uh the risk is taken by the brand, right? And Mm -hmm. now they have a blueprint. And that really struck wonderfully for me to help people because most American dreams, a lot of it have to do with freedom, flexibility, being my own boss, owning a business, and then they get afraid. And that shuts them down where if you can get them to looking into the franchise path.
0: There are so many choices out there when it comes to working with different consultants let's first talk about the brands you're working with why would they choose franserve are you
1: talking about for a, a candidate who's looking for a franchise are you talking about a franchise consultant you're looking about a brand see we do a lot Jack. We do
0: yeah a lot. let's let's start specifically <laughs> with if i'm the brand owner of a big franchise or an emerging franchisor why would I want to work with FranServe versus some of the other choices out there?
1: You know, well, that's a really great question. And I will tell you, I think, honestly, it's because we have one goal. I mean, it's on our website. It's part of our mission statement. You know, we're founded to make placements, to change people's lives through franchise ownership. That is it. Um, We don't really do anything else, right? We don't get involved in being a lead source. We don't get involved in technology development. We're not an operational management for our franchisors. We're the funnel. We're the ones who take corporate refugees or people who are a little nervous or maybe thinking about, and we're the ones who lead them to the franchisors. And we do that tremendously. It's our only focus. And I think part of it is the culture built in is two phases. One, my background is early on as a life and career coach. So it, it comes through in everything that I do, training, certification, development for my consultants. Um, we don't charge for that. I don't charge for anything for my consultants once they come in. Everything for them is at their fingertips, websites. Uh, white papers, certification, going to the convention. I want them to be the best. So I don't, we don't charge them. So they always want to learn. There's no barrier for them learning. And I think the other is because I was a franchise consultant. <laughs> I did that. I My brands relate to me. They knew I could close. They knew I could you know, motivate my uh, staff to get people to, to learn how to do that. Um, The consultants respect me. I I come from that mindset. So training, technology, develop everything I do is with one focus. Let's make more placements. Let's change people's lives.
0: I love that focus on focus itself, right? If you don't have a focus, what are you doing? But also, I think your, your focus on culture and having culture being so big a part of what you do. That must be much more interesting to a lot of the consultants and the brands and the people you're talking to now than maybe even 10 years ago. Culture just seems to be so much more important, especially for some of the other generations coming up right now.
1: I, I joke that I'm finally in vogue,
0: right?
1: <laughs> Finally. Right. Because I've always been that, you know, I'm a Jersey girl. I've always been transparent. I've always been what you see is what you get. I say what I mean and mean what I say and don't say it mean. Right. So um, and culture. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, that that's that's critical. I mean, you know, Peter Drucker, you know, says it right. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. Right. Yeah. So I I don't even realize that I impart culture. It's It's like breathing to me. And the reason is. Well, you know it. I was labeled a disruptor when I first came into the I mean I mean within days <laughs> I think since I came into the industry, right? But the, the reality is I am a little off the beaten path. I we go to Disney for our convention. I wear Mickey Mouse ears. I love smiley faces. There's not a whole lot of CEOs doing that. And when I came into franchising, because I didn't come from franchising. I wasn't even quote unquote aware that you're not supposed to do certain things in franchising. I'm a businesswoman. I just brought everything that worked and brought it in. And then it was like, Oh well, that's pretty cool or that's unique. So I didn't even, you know, know, um, you know, kind of what, what the what the rules were. I I just I just went with what works and you know, the, the three core values, right? Integrity is everything, grow or die, and teamwork gets results. I'd say about 90, we polled them. I think it was 97% of my consultants knew that verbatim, that that's our core values.
0: So that answers the question, why FranServe? Now let's talk about why now. Why is business ownership and working with a group like FranServe and working with great consultants Why is that more important now than it was even just a handful of years ago?
1: You know, when people say, why now? I say, why not now? I mean, um, you know, the the reality is, you always get that. You know, is this a good time? Is this the right time? Is the environment? Is the economy? Is this? You know, the reality is, honestly, none of us are getting younger, right? So the thing we hear the most when people come into franchising, in any, in any sector, whether it's our consulting, a franchisee, or why didn't I do this sooner? I wish I had done it sooner. And I would say, hey, at least you did it now. Now, now o'clock is the best time, yeah. right? Now, well, wine o'clock might be the best time, but now <laughs> o'clock is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the reason why it's so attractive now and why there's not really a lot of barriers is because franchising has changed right? You you know, years ago, you needed a zillion dollars, you needed a big giant footprint, you needed a team of a billion people, right? Everything was, you know, you had to be big, you had to have money, you had to have space, you had to have experience. Franchising's really adapted, right? Which is one of the reasons I love this industry. And footprints are smaller. Franchises are more affordable. Funding's gotten a lot better. You don't have to have a staff, or you could have a staff, or maybe you work from home, or you have a, a small office. So the choices are there. And what I always say is what I love about it right now, especially is, you know, what is there like 90 categories, right? People only, always, only, only thought of food. There's like 90 categories, what do you like? You can find something. Semi-absent if you wanna keep your job, you can still do that and, and have uh, an investment and a manager, right? So there's a lot more flexibility in owning a franchise. And I think, honestly, I think when the world changed with the pandemic, it changed people's perspective. Life became and time became very important. And, you know, people just didn't want to go back to the rat race and the corporate and all of that mentality that none of us had the opportunity to stop and look at and what was important to us. And let's face it, franchising is flexible and creates generational wealth. And, man, I love it. (laughs) I <laughs> just love it. I think I, we create millionaires and there's nothing better than doing that in life.
0: Well, we can tell you love it. We love your passion and we can't wait to see you uh, in the very near future, hopefully in the great state of Florida or or New Jersey or somewhere in between. In the meantime, if anyone would like to get a little bit more information or maybe they've got some questions they would like to ask you privately, where can we send them? Are you on LinkedIn a lot or are are there other places where we can send some folks?
1: Yeah, I would say the best thing to do is to connect me with LinkedIn. I I, kind of live there um, in my, you know, uh, away from home and also um, email is fine too. And that is uh, a Visconti, like my last name at France. So that's easy.
0: Excellent. We'll have links to all of those places in today's show notes. Alicia, thanks so much, and we will chat again very soon.
1: Thank you very much, Jack. Have a good one.